0: Back to Double Stack F1 podcast. Honor, it's on. Trevor's on today. We're going to quickly go through the grid, uh, talk about each driver's performance. Um, it was an interesting Brazilian Grand Prix uh, this past weekend. Without further ado, let's dive in. Max Verstappen, um, what's your take on his
1: race? I thought he drove a good race, um, had a couple good starts off of the line, drove well, controlled the race from the front. Kind of a typical 2023. Verstappen uh, drive, ten out of ten for Verstappen then, right? I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything to point to uh, to fault him for. So, cool. Lando Norris, driver of the day. Well, I guess Verstappen didn't get the fastest lap, so maybe nine out of ten for
0: Verstappen. Nine out of ten. All right, let's give Max nine out of ten. Lando Norris, fastest lap, driver of the day, P two Saturday and Sunday. Qualifying was kind of eh. Uh, sprint quality was great, put in on pole, uh, sprint shootout you call him. And race uh, did the best he could and
1: finished B2. What's your take on it? I thought Norris had a had a really good weekend. Um, strong in both the sprint and uh, and the Grand Prix. Um scored a scored a good amount of points, got him ahead of, of signs. He's now uh, only three points behind Alonso for fourth place in the in the drivers championship, which is particularly impressive considering where that car was at the beginning of the season um but yeah thought lando drove a great race perfect uh fernando alonso my driver of the day uh
0: fantastic drive from him great defending um showed what you could do uh even in inferior uh, machinery always fighting always putting on a show gave us the one the the show on sunday so um 10 out of 10 for me for Alonzo.
1: Yeah, Alonzo had a great race. He had a lot of uh, really exciting overtakes, um, both uh, in the beginning of the race battling with Lewis and then also later on in the race um, getting that third place back from Perez after he had gotten overtaken uh, a lap or two before uh, right at the end. But uh, yeah, great race from Alonzo. Nice to see him on the podium again. Uh, seems like the Aston Martin team is... Uh, turn things around at least in Brazil Stroll had a had a good result too um so yeah it's good to see uh, some improvement out of the the boys in green
0: perfect yeah amazing amazing stuff next guy up uh, Perez. drag race to the line with Alonso just couldn't do it almost did it on lap 70 lap 71 turn 3 or 4 after the S's into turn 4 I think Alonso snapped it away never looked back um great Great work from him. Make, made zero mistakes, I would say, this weekend. Was caught out on Saturday, on Friday, during the quali because of the weather. But other than that, kept his nose clean. I think he's sealing off the P2 in the championship uh, with this great drive and um, the Mercedes falling back this weekend. So fantastic job by Paris. And uh, hopefully uh, that will lead to uh, a 2024
1: contract. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, definitely big weekend for Perez after his, uh, early DNF at his home race last time out. But, um, yeah, good amount of points. Um, he's, uh, definitely still got some work to do, but, uh, second place in the, in the driver's championship is looking, uh, a lot more likely for him after this weekend. Um, he got, like you said, he got a good amount of points and Mercedes had some, uh, some issues with, uh, their car and, the setup of their car so um definitely a good result for perez but um still some work to do to secure that that p2 yep
0: yep it's a work in progress it's not no nothing is overnight here uh long amazing job uh friday and sunday kind of eh on uh on uh saturday with his performance but uh yeah overall good return um so i'm laughing and and happy on friday that was good to see and uh, also saw him make some pretty cool moves on sunday so good good return from him um uh, and good 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 performance from the team in general um on uh, over this weekend so strong, pretty good race i agree that all signs then uh the last of the ferraris um uh, his teammate leclerc i will just loop loop a man here Had some sort of hydraulic or engine issue that put him up out on the formation lap. Signs was able to stick around, had a few good battles. Couldn't get close to the, couldn't get past the Aston Martin, but ultimately made his way through Hamilton um, and secured P six. He started P seven. Anything interesting on signs? I think the car was okay.
1: Um, Yeah, on signs. Not so much. Leclerc, I mean, the Leclerc going off in the formation lap with that hydraulic issue was really surprising. Um, Seems to happen to Leclerc more than other drivers where he has a terminal issue on the formation lap that's not necessarily his fault or not entirely his fault. Um, I mean, I remember that happening in Monaco as well. That was maybe a little bit more of his fault than this one was. Um, But yeah, definitely... Definitely unfortunate for for Leclerc, but yeah, as far as signs goes, nothing really stood out for me um, with his race. I mean, like you said, he started seventh, finished sixth, and uh, you know he was behind both of the Mercedes to to start the race. So um, maybe he uh, ahead
0: of Russell, right?
1: Uh, Russell qualified ahead of him. Oh, but did he get a grid penalty? Two plays. So, yeah, he started ahead of Russell then. Yeah. Uh,
0: good stuff from Ferrari there. uh, Cassidy, uh started... I believe Gasly started P-15 um, with his two-place penalty. Made tremendous progress and ended up P-7. Great performance. Beat Ocon, uh, who started P-14. Both of them had penalties on Friday. Um, but... Uh, Delivered strong performance. Did the best they could with what they had. Uh, great overtakes. I think at some point he was led through by Ocon uh, to get the next driver ahead of him. and he Or they were an offsetting strategy. So that was good to see. Great performance. Seems like he's getting uh, used to this team now and slowly becoming um, the number one driver. I think by next year he'll be well ahead of Ocon.
1: I agree. Um, I kind of... It- Expected that to happen, maybe a little bit earlier in the season. He took a little bit longer to get used to that Alpine than I would have expected. But the last uh, last few times out, he's definitely looked uh, looked the better the better driver from from the Alpine side.
0: Absolutely, yeah. He he's doing well. Uh, great things from him. Always clean drive too. I remember Saturday. He had Saturday was it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, Saturday. He had a pretty cool battle with. Fernando Alonso, they were, like, inched to each other the whole time and kept it clean and uh, and uh, were able to give a little show for, for us to see during the sprint, so good stuff there um, by Gasly. Hamilton P8 started off P5, made it into P3, fell back on the second restart, but uh, ultimately didn't have the pace. Uh, fell back quite a bit, um, chewing up tires for some interesting reason that the team still isn't aware of. What happened this weekend, but uh, yeah, it wasn't the, the the best performance after literally winning the race last year. Here, um, the Mercedes just wasn't wasn't set up well. Those are kind of what you get with sprints, really. Um, it throws a little wrench in there, and uh, yeah, makes uh, moves everything around. So yeah. They still have to figure some answers to this one, but uh, overall, not not the greatest weekend for them.
1: I do kind of, with the sprint weekends, I do like the the fact they only have an hour to figure out their car setup before uh, before Park Fermé. Um, I kind of have to think that if this were a normal weekend, um, they would have maybe figured out what was going on and, and made some adjustments to the setup of the car before qualifying, but... Um, Since it's a sprint weekend format, they only had kind of one hour before they had to be ready for quali. So Um, definitely makes it a little bit more interesting. um, But definitely an unfortunate weekend for Mercedes.
0: Yeah, Yuki Tsunoda. Fantastic job this weekend from Yuki. Uh, Made a little mistake on Sunday. um, But uh, other than that, kept his nose clean, bagged in all the points for his team this weekend. P6 in uh, the sprint and P9 during the race. So fantastic job uh, from Yuki there. Should be proud of himself after a a pretty disastrous Mexico Grand Prix, but good job.
1: Yeah, and I would say, I would extend that to say great job for the whole AlphaTauri team this weekend. Um, I mean, Ricardo crossed the line after Sonoda, so he crossed the line 10th, but because of uh, the chaos on, the beginning of the lap, he got hit with a flying tire. Um, didn't go around behind the safety car yeah. with everybody else. So once they got the car fixed during the red flag, he was a lap down. So it was Piastri. But he drove a great race from there. Was behind uh, Sunoda the whole time. And if he was on the same lap as everybody else at the restart, he would have uh, would have brought home some points.
0: Yeah. yeah but uh, just unlucky. Second, second race in Brazil where Ricardo had to DNF, so tough, tough times uh for him in Brazil there. Maybe next year he'll be able to finish the race in uh not DNF, but like had a hard time in, in turn one. Uh that cost him um performance over the weekend. But uh yeah, good yeah. stuff from him. It was course, it was great it, to see him drive.
1: Yeah, fortunately for Ricardo's sake, I don't think uh points are really a big deal for Ricardo right now. I think it's more about um putting in good performances and uh You know, he, I I would say he did that, um, this weekend was behind Yuki for the majority of the race. Um, so, you know, good, uh, good result from him, you know, maybe not in terms of points, but in terms of where he, where he was relative to, to the other drivers in the grid. Um, Yeah. yeah, looks like he's, uh, he's coming back. He had a good result in Mexico, another, another good weekend in Brazil. So, uh. Really interested to see what he can do in Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll be his race. Uh, Ocon, we we talked about him a little bit. Uh, had a had a pretty rough Saturday morning. Um, had the mechanics do some work. Was able to have a clean race Saturday. Had a pretty interesting race on Sunday as well. Brought back some points to reward his mechanics for uh, for the job on Saturday. So that was. That's good stuff to see. Um that team delivered again in a pretty in a pretty unusual situation, but uh yeah, he Oh, I have to say about him is uh his performance on Friday, on Saturday and him pointing the finger at Alonso was really unnecessary when it was pretty much his fault. Uh but he didn't show any signs of like admitting that he was wrong. Which was sad to see personally. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Ocon, but I was a little bit. I, it, it just didn't look well that he was pointing the fingers and to at Alonso and not taking any responsibility uh, for the crash he caused. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, good overall for that team. And
1: uh, he scored the last point in the GP. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, I. Like I th- I think it's ridiculous, but I wasn't su- really surprised at his reaction with the the crash with Alonso. Um they I mean, Okan himself seems to seems to always have beef with people who, who are his teammate. Alonso was his teammate last year. Um so it's not it's not surprising at all to me. Yeah. It Very looks it, it even seems to me that there's some uh some tensions brewing between teammates at uh, at Alpine as well the I don't know if you caught the first uh race start but Ocon went all the way from the left side of the track to the right to basically try to run Gasly to the outside and then when Gasly tried to come back to the inside he ran all the way from the right back to the left edge of the track and Gasly even commented about it um on team radio said it looks like uh looks like Ocon's only driving looking in his mirrors and not looking ahead of him um so yeah. it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between those two um, going forward. They weren't the best of friends before they got there. Okan has a history of um, kind of just bad uh, situations with teammates. He kind of, to me, seems a bit bit toxic as a teammate. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, the dynamic at Alpine goes unfolds going forward. Yeah, I be don't if, like we mentioned earlier. We kind of expect Gasly to be the number one driver at that team next year. Ocon's not going to take that well. I'm telling you this right now.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's all about the scoreboard, right? Like, the scoreboard will tell a story here. Just make everybody's life a living hell, uh, and uh, we'll see how much point as a team they can uh, pick up and where they end up in the constructors, but. And the decision will have to be made by the team on how they manage it, because ultimately you're driving for the team. You're not driving for yourself. You're not driving for a championship. Um, at least that's what I I don't expect them to be winning, fighting for a championship next year. Anything is possible. Uh, Aston Martin showed us that they can you can rock up with a uh, a pretty good car, make progress during the winter. So don't count me out. But like given what I see right now, they're not fighting for a championship. So did have to play the team game so we'll see how that goes but yeah you're right is gonna make everybody's life difficult Logan sergeant almost made it into the points i was pretty pretty happy for his performance kept his nose pretty much clean benefited from uh, i think five dnfs or six people didn't finish or start the race um he finished ahead of hulkenberg though and ricardo and piastri were basically a minute behind so Overall, good stuff, Try Sergeant.
1: Catch yeah, he almost speed. almost made it back-to-back back points. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he kept his nose clean, stayed out of trouble, finished the race. That's it, best
0: he could do. Uh too bad we couldn't see his teammate. Could would have been would have been a good race. Uh, maybe he would he would have scored points, but wasn't meant to be he he kinda, just got cut up. I don't in, know.
1: I would I would think that if if Sergeant's finishing eleventh, I'm kind of. I would kind of think Albon scoring points. Yes, sir.
0: Probably will. Would have. Uh, Hulkenberg missed out slightly on points. Um, but finished ahead of uh, Ricardo and Piastri that we discussed. Russell was in the points but had to DNF on potential engine issue. Uh, so that was his race there. Um, he, he had a few interesting comments on the radio. Uh. He wanted DRS. He got DRS and then wanted to to go by because he was getting held up in turn 11 and 12 and just lost to DRS, got overtaken by Perez, was upset. It was just an interesting race on Russell's front this entire weekend. The car wasn't there and the frustration you could sense in his voice. He did the best he could, just ended up not being that weekend at a track where he... He was so dominant last year. um just put a short straw this one. But.
1: I thought the difference between Russell's team radio and Hamilton's team radio was interesting. um I, I I think it's basically chalk it up to Hamilton's experience, but like Russell was obviously frustrated, obviously angry. Um, there was a point where, they told Lewis to to use the tires, and he just kind of laughed. He's like, man, I've been using them for the last five laps. Like, I don't know. So just yes. kind of like the ability to, to handle adversity. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, an interesting comparison between Hamilton and, and Russell. And it's kind of what you would expect, right? Russell's yeah. still pretty early in his career. Hamilton's been around been for, there, done for that. seven yeah. world championships. so. Um, but I thought at, it was interesting ha- for sure.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. So it was good it was good to see uh I hope they can they can have these debates or these uh fights when they're actually fighting for something not when it's scrapping for P8 and P7 P9 so it's 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 it goes back to the same old con situation where you're like what are we fighting for really here guys like let just try to maximize what we can and and wrap this up right so Overall, yeah, interesting. Then wasn't able to finish or bring any points home, unfortunately. But uh, he'll regroup next. Next up, Vegas, and hopefully he'll have a better weekend there. Maybe recapture a win and put it, put a second win on his scoreboard. Uh, Norris needs to put a, a point in the, a victory in at this point, but that's another story. He doesn't have the machinery this time to do it, but hopefully it's soon. Um, yeah.
1: I feel like Norris is like overdue for a win. Um, and the long, the longer he goes without a win, I'll just keep like thinking back to how, how close he was in Russia. Uh, If the rain would have held out for like two more laps, he would have, he would have won that race. So yeah, but it, it happens, man.
0: And a lot of this is just sometimes it could be the, the, the racing gods are not on your side, you know? So
1: it wouldn't surprise me if Norris is one of those drivers who has like a really long drought before his first win, but then once he gets it like the damn burst he just starts winning yeah. all the time
0: yeah so it's one of them if you're on the right side of the of of the trade you're you're bagger. a ton of profits you know um uh, so yeah it, he's going he's going he's going to get there um he's doing a good job in the meantime so good job there botas uh dnf slightly after his team his team uh engine issues i believe Magnuson another so we have four Ferraris drive team like engine engine member and drivers how how do I say this they they're driving Ferrari engines right four of them out of the race it's it's kind of troubling to see
1: yeah but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't really like yes Magnuson was driving a car with a Ferrari engine but the reason he's out of the race yeah. didn't have anything to do with the engine um That's but true. you're you have a strong point with the other the other three guys, I mean there's six cars on the grid that have Ferrari engines. Um, and four of them didn't finish. Like we said, one of those was a collision mm-hmm. and not an engine related. But I mean half of them were. So three out of the six were engine related uh yeah retirements, essentially. I don't know if you count Leclerc's as a retirement, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like it's 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 interesting to say we're going to, we're going to another track that's going to be pretty power sensitive, uh, Vegas in a couple of weeks. So hopefully they can all slap in new engines or figure out what happened this weekend and all finish the race. Come late night Vegas in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That being said, let's hop into
1: uh, GP rating. What's your rating here? I'll give it a seven. I thought it was a pretty good race. Um, I thought it was exciting to see the battle between Alonso and and Perez. Um, even though it didn't count for anything, I thought it was exciting to see uh, Ricardo make his way through the, the field until he kind of got to Sonoda and just held position there. Um, thought Norris's performance was impressive. So overall, I think it was a, a pretty solid race. I think a, a seven is a good score for it. Yeah,
0: um, I'll give it a six, and I'll throw a jab at the sprint race. In the meantime, um, it could have been an interesting race on Sunday with a whole lot of surprises uh, if uh, we didn't have a dead giveaway on Saturday. So it's, something needs to change in terms of um, the sprint races. Because what just, would you suggest? Uh, you maybe reverse the grids or, or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Give teams, uh, remove the park ferment rule. So if, if you need to update something on your car, you can update on Friday, Saturday to Sunday to give a slightly different race. If you needed to, uh, have more, just have like, even if you want make it more, more than an hour or you just don't have two quality because I get lost in the qualities. I also get lost in the qualities, like shootout one quality two, like just have one quality, and reverse half the top of the grid, and race one. That's it. It's easy, right? It's been done before. And race two, the normal grid, and we see something else, you know. And I don't know. That's kind of my take on that. And removing Park Fairway which would also
1: be good, but that would be interesting. I, that would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see the full reverse grid. Yeah. Well, because then you have then, situations where, like, the championship leader is starting last, and he has to decide like how much risk he wants to take on in the sprint race when he's exactly. leading the championship. Yeah, that would yeah. make well, really like interesting dynamic. You wouldn't surprise me if you see like whoever's leading the championship kind of just not even, not yeah. even, not.
0: But you know well. It will be one of those where everybody has a chance on track to go. And the guy that's leading the championship goes first to set his lap.
1: And then everybody sets a lap after that. Oh, you mean in the order of qualifying? I was was talking about the the order of the grid.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you you put it in championship
1: order? Reverse championship order.
0: Well, then it's the same grid every race then. Then it's not fun. I just, maybe some drivers are better. Only for the sprints.
1: Obviously well, not. that means every spread
0: starts in relatively the same layout. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but with the slowest cars in the front.
0: <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, there's it, gonna it's be not... some overtakes. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Anything else than just like having a similar grid, and we got we got a little bit lucky this time somewhat with certain drivers, like with the rain causing a little bit of you know. Shuffling up the the field a little bit on Friday to Saturday, but and then yeah, but uh, other than that, it was it was if the if the sprint itself it rained, it would have been great, right? It would have yeah. been a completely different environment, different setup than Sunday. So yeah, that's where I'm just like, yeah, the idea is good, it's a show and everything, but then it takes away the magic of Sunday because I. I didn't watch the race live, but I didn't seem like I missed anything when I rewatched the race. I, don't know, I was just like, "Oh, this is what similar to what happened yesterday, right?" And yeah. So that was that was that's from that's the angle I'm coming from. It's just like I was like, "Oh yeah, it's it was expected." But anyways, yeah. Anyways, maybe there's they should uh,
1: out... maybe they should roll out Bernie Ecclestone's sprinkler sprinkler idea um, for the Yeah, he was race he was in so, the paddock this so week. Track, <laughs> see what happens.
0: He was in the he was in the paddock. He was staying with Red Bull hospitality over the weekend, so he he could have he could have told them like one or two
1: things to do to spice this thing up. But well, uh, of course, he was yeah. staying with Red Bull. They cool. have the best catering.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, uh, yeah. And I thought there was a footage of him in the in in the Red Bull hospitality. Maybe he just stopped there at that point in time, and he probably went everywhere to, else. If you have
1: to pick which hospitality room to go to, you got to first go to the people who overspent on catering obviously nah. <laughs> they're gonna have the
0: best food is <laughs> a billionaire I don't think he's eating that much uh, this doesn't need to like put a tab on Red I Bull mean, <laughs> but yeah it like, was good to, to eat. yeah
1: yeah
0: he did it was cool it was interesting
1: and then we saw Felipe I thought Felipe wasn't gonna come to this race What happened? I thought, I thought they Felipe asked and... him to not come to the race that's what he said uh, at least before the uh, race he... He was asked, doesn't mean they he asked shouldn't come, but he still had a VIP badge on. So, like, how did he,
0: how was he asked not to come, but still had a VIP pass? Or who
1: knows, maybe he wasn't, and he just said that. I mean.
0: Oh, no, he probably got possible. the VIP pass from other mediums. You know, it probably didn't come directly from F1. It probably well, he came just
1: from- got it from F1 and said they don't want me there because I'm challenging <laughs> the two. Like, who knows? Like, people are weird. Know.
0: Yeah, but it was it was good to see him there just like you know, it's his home race. Like come on man. Like I, I get it. He's there's a little contention between you two, but at the end of the day, it's separate from from him being there and watching the race. It's not going to change anything. So yeah, anyways, it was it was good to see. It was good to see a celebration of uh, of racing again in Brazil and the folks really loved it. Even with the storm and everything, they showed up and they were excited to see the cars go around. So, so it's always it always good to see that. Just only one thing that was weird was how they swarmed the pitch, like the the pitch, I mean the pitch, I mean the field, the track On after the, the race was over. Um, cars were still on track and these guys were climbing fences to kind of like go to the podium or like invade the track, which was, was pretty risky. But yeah, uh, promoters will have to discuss that with FIA, but uh, other than that, yeah, it was a pretty good weekend overall. Again, next year we'll do it again. They're, they re- re-upped the contract for a few more years, right? Five years now or ten years? Good. That's the best.
1: It's the best circuit on the calendar. They should renew yeah. the contract for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, all in all, that's it. Uh, we're set. We'll catch up in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a Saturday night race here in,
0: in on the east coast of the US we'll probably be watching at what? One in the morning or something? Yeah, one and in starts the morning. At 10 or... I think
1: is at uh three AM.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Well, that means that we can it's it's it leads into Thanksgiving week, so I'm not even worried I'll watch it Anyways, it's, it's not not even complaining. It's gonna be okay to watch it for those that are complaining that they have to wake up at 6am like guys man the the race is in our country and we're still waking up at 1 and 3am to watch it so hush hush and
1: yeah enjoy. I mean <laughs> night, night race is cool and everything but like yeah. like it doesn't have to be 1am yeah. so what does that mean they leave they start at 10 in Vegas
0: yeah just two hours behind really so yeah
1: why not spot. an 8 o'clock race
0: <laughs> yeah, make everybody else wake up. But I think it's also like traffic in Vegas, right? You wanna make sure a lot of people are off the streets and you're not like impeding too much on people other people that are not there for the weekend, you know. It's just kind of smoothing out traffic a little bit before you close everything down for for a few hours for a race. So I get it. I get it. Um it's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be exciting. We'll see how, how the racing goes. I hope it's a great race. Um hearing a lot of negativity or surrounding the event It's not gonna be great it's gonna be straight line it's, There's nothing challenging about it so hopefully it's not the case you know I tried it a little bit on the sim uh, it looked like a fun track so hopefully it's uh it's a good one to race on so we'll see
1: yeah excited it should be should be really cool seeing the the f1 cars going down the strip with all the yeah. Lights and famous Vegas landmarks in the in the background.
0: And what I'll be interested to in see is the after party: how people go hard, who makes it, who misses their plane, or who gets a shit face afterwards, or who ends up with a tiger um, locked up in a bathroom somewhere, or on a rooftop, <laughs> or with a missing teeth, or with a baby. I don't, I don't know. My bet is on Ricardo going pretty hard this weekend. So. We'll see.
1: Ricardo <laughs> wakes up with a baby.
0: Yeah, with with a tattoo on his face, like Mike Tyson. stuff. So. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I'm looking forward to at uh, Vegas next week. All right, we'll catch up soon, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and uh, let us know what you think. And uh, hope you enjoy the race and that you're looking forward to Vegas.
1: Ciao. Thanks, everybody. Bye.